Don't meet me. Hi, my name is Sean Jalen. I'm Chris Ford, who I released from mute jail about a second too fast. That time, dude. That was. I've never, I was looking at your cursor to see exactly what you I've never shared my screen with you again. <laughs> ruining everything. <laughs> Welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters, the show where we start off every episode with Chris belching really loudly or yelling into the microphone. <laughs> or moving the microphone. Sometimes we'll still be like adjusting our equipment. Like for some reason I'll start record and then at that exact moment we'll both decide to like move our microphones around and stuff and it sounds fantastic so uh listen we know how to start off an episode of a podcast now that we've been doing this for like 90 episodes we've got it down anyway this is uh welcome today we're talking about avatar no we're not we're talking about the legend of Korra, book two spirits chapter 10 a new spiritual age but before we get to that i think chris has one or two things you know what no hold on first chris how you doing? I forget to ask because back-to-back yeah. recordings. And, yeah. uh, I'm doing doing the same I was doing before, but, but better. <laughs> Tune guess. in to last week's episode to find out how Chris is doing. Spoiler <laughs> alert, he's fine. <laughs> uh, no, doing fine. Excellent. Uh, but today, I would like to read a very short uh, review because we don't get those that often on Apple. Um, I guess you can read on Facebook also, but for some reason, so you probably don't see me now because I'm going off on my uh, uh, internet. You're right. We just look thing. like a very judgy picture of Chris. Like you're looking at us, like why are you not oh, paying attention my, to the podcast? Uh, yeah. You <clears throat> you look like we're in trouble in your picture. <laughs> so a uh, very nice person just left a, a rating, and I'm going to read it once I find it. Okay, here it is. So it's from, I don't know, uh, this isn't really a name. It's more of a D-E-F-F-R-W-R-E. How, why uh, would you not pronounce that name, Chris? It's very rude of you. Go on, take a swing. Defery. Defery. <laughs> uh, Love it. So he said, uh, Bad Bab is absolutely wrong. If you don't know, Bab Bad Bad Bab was the person who left the very one star review on our. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who yeah, yeah. uh, said we were terrible once we did the the uh, ships episode yeah. with, with Jamie? How we're a terrible host. I legit um, lost sleep over that because Jamie is my favorite, and I was like, oh god, I wonder if she feels that same. Well, I straight up lost sleep. Jamie, for the record, <laughs> I'm pretty confident. <laughs> uh, but this but this new person said amazing. Explanation point. Anyway, Bagbad is just being annoying and doesn't realize that it's a joke. <laughs> touches my heart. I need it. Uh, it was a five-star review, so thank you for the <laughs> review. We, we appreciate all reviews and, and any critiques or help and things <laughs> you always want to say about We're always happy for so, them. Uh, it is nice to, to hear someone validate your work that is very that's true thank, thank you very much we have we have 14 total reviews and are we at like, every guess, single me, one of them let me guess let me guess what our average is though we're at 14 total yes are we at a 3.7 uh come on think higher sean are we think good higher. okay uh how about 4.2 4.1 okay so uh, like that means there's got to be like a you know a two three four mixed in there every now and then that's that's very no, reasonable no, it's, right it's it's all fives, except for that one one star. Does that average out to four point one? Just that I, I wouldn't. I mean, I can do the math. Real quick. There's got to be uh, some. There's got to be some other like threes and fours mixed in it's, there. It says fourteen. Hour. According on on this, there's only yeah. Uh, let's see. So if there's thirteen, thirteen times five is sixty-five. Yeah. Plus sixty-six, sixty-six divided by fourteen. Uh, where's my sissy sits divided by 14? Oh, you're right, it's 4.1. How about that? Yeah, okay, okay. Well, hey, thank you for all the nice reviews. For the record, we are always open to constructive, you know, just leave your honest reviews, yes. and we're always happy uh, for that. But obviously, the good ones are good, Chris. We've never disclaimed this before, and people who listen to us with any regularity at all probably realize this we're not like technical <laughs> audio producer level people. And I'm barely a functioning people at all. 
so Chris, way to hold this show together, buddy. We all appreciate it. I feel like that needs to be said out loud. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Oh, well, well, thank you, Sean. I just because I don't, I don't, I don't handle the audio. I almost. I don't... First of all, I almost literally only am here to just click buttons, and second of all, I screw it up. Let's say half the time we can spot at least <laughs> <No>. one. <laughs> People don't even see the ones where I pick up the wrong PowerPoint, like I just did five minutes. So people don't even see all the shout time. Out, shout out to who will who, who uh, tell us, be like, hey, this episode, for some reason, Christian Mike just went out. Illustrated then, that one episode where, uh, so the software. Oh, no, no, your mic went out, Sean. The I'm software, just talking to myself. Uh, the software just stopped working on my side. The mic was working because you could hear me. The software stopped picking up the mic for no apparent reason. <laughs> And we gotta be honest, we don't edit these episodes. We publish them and we put them up. And so, yeah, who? Thanks for having our back. We appreciate it. When he's like, "Hey, yeah, Chris, just like talking to," <laughs> but the thing is, if you're talking to yourself, it's way better than if your mic leaves and I'm just over here talking to myself. Way better alternative for you to talk to yourself. Much more natural sounding. Okay. Um. um. Oh, there was also Thanks okay, a uh, little little bit of the news. Uh, not that it's kind of late now, but <laughs> the the Avatar YouTube channel, which <laughs> there's this one person in my comments in my core versus Aang video was like, this channel proves it's it's official, it's canon. Like one thing, the channel is garbage to a certain extent uh, because <laughs> like it, it's it's so fan. Bias, even though it's not ran by fans, it's, it's ran it's, by some it's a marketing person. Tool. It's literally exactly. a marketing tool, and that's fine. That's what it's supposed yeah, to yeah. be. I, I, I like it that it keeps Avatar alive. Sometimes I don't like it because I'm just like, like as a YouTuber, as a YouTuber who spends a lot of time doing Avatar videos, like they're so they they do them so easily because they have the backing of like there's some intern whose only job is to do these types of videos for them and stuff. They, and like they have, have the back of a whole less than 10 second bursts and record them <laughs> themselves and remove audio. And yeah. Um, and then one thing I hate the most about them is that they don't do like real research. <laughs> like they'll be like, let's rank all the benders from best to worst. And it'll be like, Amon ranked 11. And I'm like, uh, Amon is like, the strongest person that's not an avatar. <laughs> and then it'll be like Korra versus Toph. Who will win? Toph wins. I'm like, Korra is the avatar. She's the avatar. She she bends off her elements. She has rival the light spirit. Nothing can unless you're an avatar, nothing can dwarf your power. It's unlimited. It's built into the <laughs> it's like the it's like the top ten the most popular one, and I'm not bashing because I watch these constantly. I'd be ashamed to know how many hours I spent watching these, but it's more like a Watch Mojo channel thing. Yeah, where it's but to, but to me, it's it's under the guise of of, of officialness. Like some people look at it like name. yeah, some people look at it like oh well, this proves that Cora couldn't be ink. Like I'm fine with someone being like oh here's why. Here's why Aang would be core. And I'm like, cool, it's a great conversation. So like I like having that conversation. But when it comes to be like, oh, this channel says so. I'm like, this channel has no affiliation with Mike and Brian. It has no anything to do with them. But so my, my point being is that they <laughs> and, this per- and I was like, they're they're not creating new shows stuff. <laughs> then this person, so they announced like brand new series coming out on Earth Day. And I was like, this this is not like an actual series. I thought this to myself, but the person wrote underneath one of my comments like, see, look, they are officially doing a brand new series and everything. <laughs> and I didn't even comment because I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this conversation because this person kept on going back and forth about how it's it's on the end all be all, <laughs> I guess. And and I knew that this wasn't going to be an actual series because one thing, Nickelodeon wouldn't waste a brand new series on YouTube. <laughs> they would put it on Paramount Plus. It's a fan led like discussion. You remember when I was when I like applied to be on their fan? Yeah. There's something that I had to actually have to put an audition tape for. It's that. Like it's just fans discussing Avatar. Um, which you know, we've been people have been doing you know, we've been doing this podcast <laughs> for for years yes, now. I've, people I've, have been talking about I'm barely Avatar. a functioning human and we've been doing this podcast since two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Maybe two thousand eighteen. I guess that's my little bit of news. Don't be don't be fooled by a brand new Avatar series coming out. It's not a, a new series. It's just a fan 
glorified fan YouTube channel. I have a uh, I have a slightly related uh, minor bit of news. Don't let me get hung up on it too much because I could rattle on all day. Uh, but the the channel uh, like last week I uh, or two weeks ago now maybe I like kind of re-signed a contract for that channel I make videos for. And mm. over the past year, I probably made six total. And I made like three in the past three weeks. And I was like really getting into a rhythm, uh, starting to get things more efficient, was really proud of my work. And then all of a sudden, the people that fund that channel just are no longer funding that channel. And so um, I'm just not going to make videos for them anymore, I guess. I was really sad. And and I I don't, at least I said, I don't want to dwell on it too long because I'm not involved in the business side at all. Uh, what it amounts yeah. to is that like I, I just wanted to make videos and they would give me a few bucks um, and I don't care about the money part at all. But the thing that I do miss already, like my motivation to make videos is already like, just like nosedive. Like, well, I don't have to do it for anybody. It's like, I was enjoying it and it was in in a rhythm. I had a very good process going by the end of the last one. Uh, But as soon as I heard that there wasn't really remorse so much for like money or anything like that, it was just like, now I don't know why I would have to make a video. <laughs> so hey, if uh, if anybody if anybody knows how to motivate yourself to stay on a schedule with making videos because you know you enjoy them, you literally just need the kick in the pants. Y'all hit me up with your motivating tools because I could use them. Also, I did move my most recent ones for which I had not been compensated over to my channel. So if anybody wants to go watch some uh, some short video game reviews that are less reviews and more how they make Sean feel. Those are on my channel. I appreciate that, that's it. Good that's my, I, I, that's my sad breakup story that I'm recuperating, <laughs> I'm recuperating from my breakup from, I'm going to call it a sugar mama, right? I made videos. They pay me money as my sugar mama breakup. That's all uh, I got. Yeah, let's, I guess we'll, uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's go to better things. More exciting. <clears throat> and this one right. is called A New Spiritual Age. Book two, Spiritual Which I feel like, two. so I said before a previous episode, I feel like the, the for some reason, I'm, I'm not liking the episode titles. I feel like this title should go in probably book, probably book three, chapter one. Yeah. Um, or maybe the end of this. No, because cause I like The Light in the Dark. I like that title. But I don't like this the title for this. It feels reason. like a it feels like a finale title or something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah. Uh, come on, Avatar creators. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even notice okay. titles until you <clears throat> point them out, and then I turn into like John Mulaney, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it starts off with Janora leading Korra into the spirit world, which I think is beautifully animated. Um, you know, even. Even when they just arrive there, it's it's really cool, and then they get lost from each other. They go down these like, they go down these like tunnels. They get kind of eaten by like it makes the spirit world just seem so infinite, so mysterious that they end up all these different places. Um, and also, there's a <laughs> Cora gets gets harassed by some meerkat type of spirits. And then she tries to bend at them, and one is like, "She tried to bend at us, and they attack her." And Janora, one thing, Janora shouldn't run away. Like, come on, you guys are in this she place. Just wandered off like a. Uh, <laughs> it kind of frustrated me a little bit. Like, 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 Cora should calm down, but Janora, you shouldn't have ran away in the, in the first place. Like, Why? this is this ain't the time or place. You guys are on a mission. You, you literally over here just to... told your dad, "You're like, I'll be fine." And then as soon as you get in there, you're like, "I'm gonna go over here." Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they get split up from each other, and uh, and eventually Janora finds her way uh, to the spirit library, which was a great, great callback. <laughs> Watching Tongus there, he who knows 10,000 things, uh, continue to be voiced by the guy from uh, Princess Diaries. I should rewatch that movie, I love that movie. Um, which I'm sure I said the same as that thing when we reviewed the library. <laughs> probably, probably, because I remember distinctly you hating that golden, beautiful episode. Not hating, hating is too strong a word. I love, what, yeah, I love I it. To, I, I love read. it. You're not a fan. That's fine. Yeah, it's funny. Who just commented on on that? Because uh, he's been like back watching some yeah. of our episodes. Um, but uh, like, I often forget what I said at that point in time. Uh, but yeah, the library 
I do love this right. part though because like Janora asked him if he knows like she, he's like you got to contribute one new thing and she's like you know what radio is he's like yeah I know what radio is you know how it works of course of course I know what radio is there's there a is a, there's a little a man inside of a box who plays instruments and sing well actually our ears pick up when we speak we send sound waves and our ears pick them up and then some sort of electromagnetic energy and whatever <laughs> it's like Clearly, I've been fed some wrong information on Tiny Man in boxes. And boxes. Looks <laughs> and back the, at the dog. And, yeah, at the at the at the at the knowledge wolf or whatever knowledge and it box. Just, it like just slinks like, away Ooh. real sad. <laughs> like, Listen, like man, where it, did it? Like it must look like in, in my head they have like some quota for bringing back knowledge. And he's like, ah, oh, I got nothing, man. I got I got nothing. What I'm gonna do? And it's homework. Like, it's like you got to learn me ten new things by the end of the yeah. day. Shh, I only came up with nine. <laughs> Quick, what's that thing we listen to probe ending on? Radio. How does it work? I've got an idea. <laughs> Great. He'll, he'll he'll fall for it. Like that no was, no one no one's ever coming down here to dispute gonna, this. Yeah, He's not going up there. So I laughed uh I laughed real hard at the I mean at the callback in general, like it's a fun situation to be in and then that just yeah. watching the dog, the wolf slink away all sad and I laughed yeah. for a solid minute, I think. And Engineer was saying like Right when she got in, she's like, "Oh, I could, you know, I could spend forever just reading in here." And he's like, "The last person who said that died." And then it shows the professor from <laughs> from, from Avatar, and he's still reading a book. He deteriorated like, really fast, if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna have to ask my he- I'm gonna ask my wife. I mean, about I'm pretty sure that deterioration yes, rates and how they. If you guys don't know, Sean's wife is a. Uh, Funeral. I don't director. know what you call that. Yeah, funeral director. Okay. Her answer is going to be that the that deterioration times vary in the spirit world versus. The I mean, it would have been. She's a realist. It would have been eighty mm. years. I think it would have. I I think it's very valid. It will get down to the bone. All down to the bone by then. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're not in a coffin. Like when when you're in a coffin, from what I read, is that your body is preserved fairly much better than when. But he just out uh, in the lived. open. Those wolves could be gnawing on him like a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's down open, oxidizing and everything. Yeah, that's he's, fair. He's... That's kind of gross, but you know that's fair. It was a really nice yeah. callback to see the professor in there. Yeah, way to hang tight, buddy. <laughs> he, he was true to his work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then, uh, Janora's like, "Hey, I'm the granddaughter of <laughs> of the Avatar, and I'm traveling with the Avatar." And immediately he's he's like, "Oh, you're with the Avatar. Well then, welcome." Like he he was so welcoming that you knew he he wasn't, you know, he wasn't gonna help. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you knew he wasn't gonna help anyway because last time we saw him, he was gonna he was trying to kill everybody. He was doing that scary owl long neck thing that they do that demon yes. stretch crap. Yeah, really creepy. Yeah, I'm kind of sad I didn't see it in this episode. I'm yeah. not. <laughs> it was, it's troubling. <laughs> it's troubling. I gotta move a little bit. My phone is dying. I need to charge it. Which, so whenever I charge to... my phone, it's gonna have like this weird back noise. You'll hear it once I plug it in. I think. Yeah, it's like a like a a, a buzz that occurs when you talk, but your yeah. It only occurs when you talk because your phone's like audio silencing software does a nice job of limiting all noise when you're not speaking, and then when you're talking, you talk over it. So. Uh, I don't know. I've at least learned to to not hear it at all, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I'm sure sure more discerning ears than mine, but um, but so she does go in there. You know, as much fun as we make of her for just leaving, she goes in there to learn about the where the location of the spirit portal. Um, and eventually she does give in and ask one of the knowledge wolves for help finding the spirit portal. Yeah. So it was a nice little. Uh... Nice little exposition, a little bit. You know, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like an exposition dump. It was done fairly well because we, as a viewer, is in the eyes of Janora, and she's reading it, and so it feels very natural to get this exposition. There's just a quick, like, history lesson on, on a, uh, the spirit portals and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so Janora's there. Cora gets separated from Janora. And she's like lost in the woods. She turns into little baby Cora, which is like so cute. I know. I don't. I don't. I I get it allegorically. I don't get why it has to happen in in 
fictionally, you know, in the show. Like, I get what they're going for in terms of the figurative lesson, but I, I don't know. Well, it's a the, thing about, thing to me. The, the thing about the spirit world and, and your spirit is that the form you take, I feel like, is a reflection of yourself, right? So with, when avatars, um, it's, a, it's a reflection of yourself. Where, yeah, it's a reflection of yourself. Because um, right, when we see Avatar Roku, he's really old and, and looks old and stuff, so that's how he sees himself. We see Avatar Kyoshi. She lives to be 230, but when we see her in her in a, in a spirit form, she looks like she's you know 30-something years old. And so Korra, being in the spirit world, can easily uh, subconsciously warp her own image, and so she looks... You know, she she looks how she feels right now, uh, powerless. I know, but I don't mm-hmm. think that she is the only being in that state uh, that this entire group is in that would be impacted to that degree. You know, of the of over the next few episodes, when we see multiple visits into the spirit world, well, she, well she's, she's the only one that's impacted she's, in that way. But she's the she's spiritually in the spirit world. Everyone else that goes in there, like they're that's their physical bodies in the spirit world, which can't be altered like that. Okay, no, that makes more sense. I appreciate the explanation. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's it's literally just the difference in this case of her meditating to achieve the spirit world spiritually yeah. and not literally being led there through a portal. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, I'll bite. It, I mean, it's still weird that she's got to turn into a baby, but whatever. It's fun to see her. But I love it. It's fun little, little baby Korra. She's very well. But she sounds like. Character. But she says like, I can make the sun come out, or I can make this. I can make the sun shine. Like it's so adorable. Like seeing a little warm, girl warm your little dad heart. Warms my little dad heart. Uh, <laughs> it's it's funny that like it's the opposite of literally earlier that day. I was trying to decide what next thing I wanted to watch because we've talked before. I need something kind of lighthearted uh, that I can just have on in the background. I don't really have to pay attention to. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try One Piece. Everybody talks about One Piece. And it seems Why would like you try country. One Piece? Even uh, if you like it, even if you like it, you got to spend forever watching. This sounds terrible. Uh, but it sounds like my cup of tea and the different islands and things be representing different worlds. I don't know. It sounded like my cup of tea. It's almost, it's almost a thousand episodes. Yeah, whatever. Naruto's worse, right? Uh, no, I, I don't watch Naruto. I don't know, but the point is, is that it's the opposite effect of like I, I was actually super duper enjoying One Piece, except for the man. I already forget the name character's name. I got like three episodes in. I hate his voice Luffy? so much. Luffy, Luffy, Luffy. Yeah, his voice is so hard to listen to. I hate it. And then when they do the episode, I got to the episode where they're looking at like young him, so like four or five, three, four or five episodes in. And it's even worse. And it's the opposite of, of that. It's, <laughs> it's very adorable. And it's very cute. But I don't, I, I still, I don't know. I kind of question why, but it's it's fine. It's not a big deal. Minor nitpicks, and she's pretty cute. Yeah. The court knocks down this dragon baby bird, and she picks it up. It's all very adorable. You got a, a small little baby dragon bird. They're lost in, in the woods. It's, it's, it's cute. Uh, and then she's lost, and then. This is when I flipped out. Like when I first saw it, like legitimately, I remember watching this in my basement in my old house on the computer. <laughs> I don't know. Was it my daughter born? She must have been born then. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Not really. Yeah, but I remember so watching it. She was. Yeah. She was born in 2012. Um, watching it on my computer. And she's lost in the woods. You see this figure, shadowy figure come up. And, you know, she's like, Iroh? It's like, it's nice to see you again, Cora, Or something like that. And I just jump up, I'm like, it's mother freaking Iroh! Like, I, <laughs> like, I literally jumped up and, like, ran around <laughs> the room. Uh, Chris, your headphone uh, cords, I think, are scraping on your microphone. If you don't mind trying to turn it or separate it, or maybe check the cord into the clip or something like that. Sorry, it was uh, it was popping real bad. Oh, sorry. Thank you. But uh, it it emphasized your excitement about seeing Iroh. I, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't that excited, but obviously I was happy to see, <laughs> I mean, literally, literally my favorite character in the series, uh, to at least to a certain degree. So, yeah, I was very stoked to see him. 
Yeah, and then uh, Iroh takes her to a wedding. Um, so this whole spirit, this is, I think this is a great episode uh, for the spirit. So, you know, we've had conversations before on, like, which show had a better depiction of spirits. And I forget where I landed on that. Uh, I did, that too, yeah. Episode. I totally forget. But, I'm sure <laughs> but it was I a great like talk. I, you, <laughs> even still, I, I go back and forth. Um, I think I think I like the spirits. And, and the answer is wrong, honestly. Um, but I really like just how imaginative the spirits are in this. Like They could be anything and everything. Like, they could like be a- shadowy. They could just be shadowy faceless figures it's like a tim uh, burton film uh over here in the spirit world yeah yeah um and uh and and i'm just loving i just love how like i love when characters just kind of sit and and they talk um i think that's sometimes when you get the best character uh character work done and i feel like iroh delivers like some great great wisdom here um, you know, he in his first great bit of wisdom, you know, he's he's telling Cora like, you know, we'll find your friend. She's like, I'm, we're not gonna find. But she gets angry and she starts turning um, everything dark because you know she's the Avatar and her influence is is very strong. She starts turning spirits dark, and I love how Iris reaction is like, holy crap! Like he he looks shook. Like, like I didn't know that that she was this powerful kind of deal but she he calms her down and then and then she says the door but then like i said before that she's like i can make the sunshine like this is so cute John. with the outy belly button sticking out. i'm not saying it's not cute it's just weird it can be both it can be both. uh and you know ira says to her like if you look for the light like you would often find it but if you look for the dark that would all be all you see which is like so true in life. Like if if you just look for the bad and stuff, that's literally that's you're more likely to that be all you look, all you find. Like you won't appreciate the likeness. Like for all you being, if if you're just pessimistic and everything and being dark and and uh, being negative. I don't remember what, the first half of the saying, but the second half is. But if you look for darkness, it's all you'll ever find. Yeah. But I don't remember the first half and how. The first half is if you look for the light, you'll often find it, which is. True. If you look for the light, sometimes you might not find it, right? Most like of the time. It, yeah. m- most time, you often find it. But if you only look for the dark, you will only see the dark. Uh, so some great Iro advice. Play, and then, play the odds, says Iro. Yeah. For the light. And then, and then chorus like, I want Nora here, right? She tries to imagine her there, and then she doesn't come. Which is the whole goes back to like if you look for the light you know you'll often find it but sometimes you don't she didn't find it that time but it was still good to say positive um and then iroh says to her like you know maybe you can help this dragon egg like find where its home is at like you know which is he's i'm about to say one of my best pieces of advice i've ever heard from that i think avatars ever dished out it's like oftentimes to solve your own problem you should help others which I think is just a it's, a, it's a, it's a great way to live by. Uh, I, I love that, that advice so much. I would say that, uh, not to get too deep or too mushy here, but um, if you ever have um, anxious, anxiety, uh, depression, or depressive episodes or things like that, um, I feel like a common piece of advice that, that seems to be fairly effective uh, taking your mind off of that by doing something sort of helpful or beneficial, uh, some kind of selfless act. Um, and I know that something, I don't suffer from those diseases or those uh, disease. That's a bad word. Uh, what am I looking for? I don't suffer from those ailments. I don't want to belittle it for those for, who do, uh, but I do occasionally have some ang- uh, anxieties in life. And that's one of my easiest, most effective solves uh, personally is to try to find, it can be a small selfless thing, but kind of remove yourself from the equation for a little bit and it tends to uh, i don't know i tend to find it very effective personally so not to get too mushy but 100 percent agree um that like i said it's kind of a mental removal of yourself from your own situation for a few minutes and it kind of uh, reshapes perspective a little yeah oh and iro says this uh thing that i've for the first time uh, i realized it's actually foreshadowing he says to core like you have a light and peace in you and if you bring it out you can you know change the world 
And at first, you might be thinking about his talking about Rava. Um, but if you look at how the finale ends, it's that light and energy that Korra brings out of herself that she uses to to win the to win the day. It wasn't like Rava. Um, it was that self that 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 uh um, that self energy that self worth. Uh, I, went, I I feel like I have more to say about uh, their interactions here. I, I I can't think of it, but it was great interaction. Great to see Iroh again. He was just, even though it it was voiced by um, uh, James Baldwin, who I, I love as as Iroh. I think he does a great job. Uh, Mako uh, was legendary as well. Mm-hmm. I think James Baldwin does a really good job of filling in in those shoes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he—I don't know how to say it. like he's no Iroh that I don't know. It's different, but he does a really admirable job fill out a role that is under much scrutiny. Not sure what more you could ask for a, a, a yeah an Iroh replacement. Sadly, all the time, like I follow him on Twitter, he's, a lot of times it's like fans always come to me and be like, "You're no Mako," and he'll. And, He'll say like, "I know I'm no makeup. Like, I love makeup. Literally, like, I yeah. I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> How do you respond like, to that? Makeup was, <laughs> makeup was great. Um, I think is James Baldwin often spent much of his career being like the understudy to makeup, and so they, they I mean they had a personal relationship, from what I understand. Um, that just makes it worse. Like, so how do you respond to that? Like, <laughs> sorry." I'll try harder next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Uh, is it this episode that that uh, Unalak takes his kids and tries to? I believe it is. Tries to open up the spirit portal. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to water it open, which yeah. seems Not- like a great plan, right? Like, all right, kids, just pour a bunch of water in there. That's gonna that. Uh, that's another one of those things that just. It just annoyed me. It's like there was no foundation for it. Like, you just, if, you know, he's a spirit bender and I could maybe see them trying to work that, but they were just straight up dumping water into that <laughs> thing. What is that going to do? Yeah. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Maybe they just need to Turn, fill some time or the, get or position him in the spirit world to talk to Vatu. I, uh, but it was, uh, just give me more iron time. I don't, I don't care what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Instead of that part. I don't know what you do there, uh, or oh, if I, it, guess, I don't think that part is really necessary, other than the Eskadesna. Yeah, bit. I guess narrative, narrative speaking, it's supposed to show his dis disconnection from Eska and Desna. Like he didn't care that Desna was being really hurt from trying to yeah. attack the the spirit portal. I just, uh, but. They should have cut uh, it off, and it should have been spirit bending instead of water bending. And then I don't know how Eskin doesn't could help, or just, I don't, I don't know. It's just where it's like, all right, kids, water bend at this portal, and I just—he's yeah. a really well educated, like well versed being in this subject. I, th- I think he's 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 trying, right? He 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 thinks that core is dead, but he he honestly thinks that, and so I think he's just trying anything, and and so I, I don't I don't blame him for trying. I just as a viewer didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. But it's 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 a minor nitpick. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm making a I'm making a spirit portal out of a out of an anthill. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Janora. Just essentially, I I I probably it looks like I jumped too much there. We do get to witness Cora return the oh yeah dragon bird egg. We get to witness that whole saga. I probably she returns the dragon bird to the nest. And then, oh, I love this shot. She returns Dragon Bird to the nest, and then the dragon, the three other Dragon Birds, all form into one huge Dragon Bird. Which is, again, I love how the spirits work in this universe. Like, two spirits were getting married, and Korra's like, how could you guys get married? Like, you're so... And then the spirit's like, opposite? I know. Which is funny, because they are. Literally. They are. They're connected. They're, they're, They're Siamese frog spirits <laughs> i don't know what the proper there's probably a medical term that's less offensive than that but um conjoined i conjoined that's actually it yeah thank you they're conjoined yeah. spirit things 
uh, I like on the way up the mountain when I don't remember what else she runs into, but she like pops it like it's a scary spirit and she like pops it and she's like, but you can be my friend. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what it is, though. Some scary spirit. Uh, Yeah, so she returns. To, oh, and I, I like the shot where right? the dragon bird comes out and then like the camera like rotates around core. It's just a really cool shot. I, I don't know. I love that shot a lot. Really glad that Studio Mirror started to take over duties on, on this. I, I don't know what Studio Parrot would have done. A, a Studio Parrot. I don't know. I feel a weight. A weight's been lifted off your heart, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no more Studio Parrot. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's such a an eyesore. And the thing is, it's not... Compared to other shows, the animation is actually fine. Uh, but compared to Avatar... Especially Legend of Korra, because animation was raised in Legend of Korra. I feel like it's just I don't know, almost a slap in the face. And also, I know how much Mike and Brian struggle with that. Like they do not, <laughs> they do. They talk often about how book two was just it it <laughs> it tore them up. <laughs> not, not not broke them up, but it, it was just rough. Um. Yeah, and I. Again, I, I'm not very discretionary. I don't always notice those things. But I have been watching a lot of the YouTube channel Mother's Basement uh, lately, and I feel like I'm learning more things I'm supposed to watch out for so I can sound educated when I nitpick <laughs> against animation. So someday, the next time I come back and watch this, I'll be totally in Chris's butt. I'll be like, yeah, that's terrible. Um, no, it's still, as you mentioned, it's still relatively fine, but it feel it always feels a little off, uh, even yeah. even to my uneducated eyeballs. At a minimum, yeah. it feels off. Uh, let's see. All right. So Cora is about to close the spirit portal. And then uh, she takes time to uh, talk to, <laughs> to Batu. And, uh, and like, he, he's trying to kind of goad her. And then and then uh, he's pretty much threatens. And Locke then comes out with Janora. He's like, I'm going to kill her soul. Which is some messed up stuff. Are like, you gonna kill like an eleven-year-old soul? I mean, I guess you don't care, but whatever. Yeah, it's weird though. That's yeah, it's, it's unacceptable uh, even in the world of criminals. <laughs> unless unless Cora uh, opens up the spirit portal, which uh, Cora then does, and uh, which a lot of people blame her, which you know, uh, which I guess is it's somewhat selfish. But it is because about it the, was just a. I mean, the thing is that she, Cora, probably would have done it had it been any human. But I think it might have maybe yeah. not necessarily been the right choice, no matter who that human happened to be. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I wouldn't want to be the one making that choice. Like, like I think, you know, it's I think, Janora. I think any avatar does that. Like the thing is, if you, I think if you put Aang in all these same situations. I think he would make all the same. Yeah, but do you really mistake. think that Yang Chen or Kyoshi would put up with that shit, or they just be like, you know what? Oh, Yang, greater, if, greater good. If if imagine if Rangi's spirit, Rangi's spirit, <laughs> was about to be killed by by Unalak, Kyoshi would definitely not kill him. Not not she would definitely open the spirit portal. You know, because you think to yourself, all right, I, I just push this can down the road. I know I'll figure out a way. Uh, granted, Rangi would be pissed off at Kiyoshi. Uh, <laughs> like, she would be, she'd be like, Kiyoshi, I'm nothing. Like, the world, like, this is this how, this is how the, this, this is how the dialogue will go. Right. Rangi would be like, Kiyoshi, the world, you know, the world is more than me. And then Kiyoshi would be like, but you know the world's not living in if but it's not you're my if you're not world. in it. You're my world. Yeah, but you're you're yeah exactly. But you're my world. It's like a Hallmark card. And then, then Rangi will like. <laughs> I love I love that dynamic. Rangi will like be bad at her, and then just like fits her some oatmeal that's like not flavored at all, and then Kyoshi will eat it with such loving content. <laughs> that was really adorable. That was a touching moment. That was uh, a great moment. Yeah. <laughs> Warmed my heart like a bowl of lukewarm oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's 
it's it's tough and you know if it's your kids versus somebody else's kids or whatever and it's harder but like it really that's a really big risk to take as like this is a kid who not to mention probably the most understanding kid like of any kid in the universe is going to understand it you know it's jenora she probably gets it <laughs> i don't know because if, if she did she would be like she would have been like cord wait did she say cord do it uh, or cord said- don't Cora, don't do it as in don't open the spirit portal. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. She said, yeah. And so I don't know. I feel Thinking like she... to me, everybody says that, right? If there's a gun to my head and someone uh, threatening my wife that they're going to kill me unless she does something, I'll be like, don't, don't worry about it. Like, just because you, oftentimes you people are, I don't know, far more self sacrificial than they're willing to sacrifice other people. Chris? The thing that we're missing here, the right answer in any situation is for the hostage to throw curveballs and do things unexpected that they're not looking for. So when I get captured and they're going to try to kill me and like, Heather, if you don't do such and such, we're going to kill your husband. I'm just going to rattle off two minutes of stand up. This is the best stand up I can pull out of my pockets and try to get a chuckle out of them. Maybe distract them a little while Heather does something clever. Throw them a curveball. It's not going to work and I'm going to die, but... I'll die doing what I love. <laughs> yeah, you just get shot. I would. Just... I guess then you'll take the you'll you would take the decision out of their hand. Yeah, yeah, that... yeah. I'm taking the decision yeah. out of Heather's hands. I'm just like I'm either gonna distract yeah. this so it works, or I'm gonna die and it's gonna be fine. Whatever. Okay. I'm I'm making the choice. It's not. Don't listen to me for life advice, <laughs> kids. I have very strange, strange perspective. I think. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but regardless, right or wrong, Cora uh, does open the other spirit portal. Um, but then Janora is still trapped Let's in the spirit go. world physically. Yeah, yeah, right? she's. No, uh, no, not no, physically. Still, still her spiritually. Because they yeah. got her cold, uh, spiritless yes. body carrying her around. Yeah. Um, yeah, just carry her to the fog of lost souls, essentially, uh, that we'll eventually find out. Uh, and then Unalak starts attacking Korra because he actually had he came in physically through the spirit world, so he still ha- he still has his bending. Korra doesn't, and he's about to like kill Korra's soul. Which this is one part in the sh- in the whole show where I'm like Korra's avatar state probably should have kicked in, and I can't. The only way I can like it waited you know, it waited too long because it does in a few minutes, right? But it, like, why did it wait? No, no, it never kicks in. The dragon bird comes back and and, and swats uh, and knocks Unalak out Unalak, Yeah, and the words like, of Chris Rock knocks him the f out. <laughs> it's a really, it's expected, a really funny slap. I cracked up pretty hard. It wasn't, but I would have expected the avatar state to kick in. The only way that I can uh, explain that is that her physical body wasn't in danger, uh, but still, I, th- I would have thought that. I mean, I know narrative-wise, like, well, what do you do? What what does that even mean when it ha- they they probably would open up a can of worms? It would have been too hard to. Like, what does that even mean when the Avatar spirit? Well, maybe okay. Never mind. I I can now sort of explain it. She was in a spirit world, so she was already like somewhat disconnected, not able to reach I don't know, her there's... Avatar spirit. There, it's, it's just too many like connections going on. Right, her that, spirit being separate from her body in the spirit world doesn't put her closer to being in the avatar state. It's like another, uh, it's another degree. Channel, actually, it's like a third step. Then there's a lag time and the time difference, uh, yeah. you know, between I'll, spirit zone and and regular. World I'll allow time. it because I'll allow it because I don't know what happens when your spirit <laughs> goes into the avatar state if that was even yeah, a possible. But thing. watch yourself, so, right, McCoy. Yeah, uh, the. <laughs> I I mean it didn't it's it's one of those things where I I would never personally try to explain it but it didn't feel wrong to me that she did it didn't feel it. wrong because this is the first time that I've, I was actually thinking about it and I've watched yeah, Coral so so it's fine whatever yeah but, uh, it's, I don't know it's always interesting to hear your take and it's very well thought out I have no issue believing it that it's a third step. Uh, and then yeah, that swat on Unalak—that swat on Unalak is really good. Though, like, if they're—if I wasn't good, so yeah. lazy to go grab clips, I would go grab that one because it's like a—it's like a tail whip and just, mm-hmm. 
over the mountains, over them, their mountains for you, Napoleon yeah. Dynamite fans. You know, I, one of the things I would love is that if, if Korra, like, I don't know, fused with this dragon bird spirit, it would be kind of cool. I just like the dragon bird spirit, kind of want to see more of it. Yeah, it's a sick, uh, it's got a dragon in it. No, uh, and I like the colors, it's got like a phoenix mm-hmm. appearance. Yeah, so to... yeah, it's like, I guess a phoenix is like a dragon bird. Yeah, I mean, not so much in like the Harry Potter ways, in Harry Potter depiction, but in other depictions, I think the Phoenix has some more fantastic dragon-like qualities. Yeah, one in Harry Potter just looks like a hawk. What? Yeah, and also that's like my least favorite line in any of the movies is in the second movies when Dumbledore is explaining its powers like very exposition-y, and then the way that he delivers the line is really weird. Uh I, it's hard to describe it, and I would just ruin it, but he's like, and their tears have healing powers? And he, like, trails <laughs> up like he's got more to say, and then he doesn't, and it bothers me every time. It's, yeah. it's probably the worst delivered line in any Harry Potter movie. That's important. You all need to know that. Sorry for that tangent. I'm done. Um, yeah, so then Cora wakes up, which then I think is a really, like, cool side of the word. Heartbreaking is more of the word. Shocking, maybe a little. No, not shocking. Anyway, she wakes up, and Tiz is like, "Oh, good, good. Like, are you okay? Did you were you able to, you know, find how how's Chinora? Like, where where is she? Like, she's not waking up. Cora. And Cora just has this look on her face of just like, I'm sorry, Tenzin. Like, and I think like she in, a state, in a state no, of she, shock. She's not crying. She's sweating. Yeah. Like, not shocking, but in a state of shock, I think, is it? Yes. 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 And, uh, and then Tenzin's like, where's my baby girl? Like, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a good little shocking moment, especially to end the episode on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it's sort of, I'm still not forgiving Tenzin for his behaviors in the previous episode. It's like, come on, man, it's the spirit world. Cut some slack. But I get it. You're in dad mode. That's what you're supposed to do in dad mode. You can't just be like, oh, we'll probably find her. Uh, yeah. He's doing it. It kind of creates this, uh, also that, um, well, no, it kind of creates this interesting ten, tension ten, or ten dynamic. Ten, ten, yeah. Tension? Uh, between him and Tenzin. Of, he's like, oh, Tenzin couldn't even, Tenzin's sending his daughter in here. He couldn't even, couldn't even guide the avatar to the spirit world. Like, it, it's, all, it, it's, uh, it's almost mocking Tenzin. Like, I mean, he's already won against Tenzin because <laughs> you know he he was he won Korra over him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't mention the last episode. Korra apologized to Tenzin, which I think was really good, and they hugged it out. And then even like Boomy and Kaya was like, "Oh, like I'm glad they like they had this little heartwarming moment." No, it's too late to give the last episode any credit. I'm I sorry. know, I know. Past <laughs> and thing is, I'll I'll hard on that. <laughs> and it's. Uh... Hard, Wait, uh, relatively yeah. much like the animation, relatively hard, but overall, uh, to the rest of anime, we weren't that hard on it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the episode. Let's do some ratings. All right. Audio visual. Wait, did I Wait, change I uh, the f- Ah, crap. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's the thing I changed the ratings in the other PowerPoint that I swapped up. So both our ratings, give me, you know what? Give me, give me, give me, give me uh, a second, okay. real quick here. Alright. What were your ratings? You just make them up on the spot. No offense, man. You get them. Okay, your your audio visuals. Okay, I can see. Right there. That one first. That's you. Okay, so audio visual. 8.5. Really love the stuff of the spirit world. Uh, Really glad that Studio Mirror took back over. Um, Yeah, spirit world just was really good. Uh, yeah, really good stuff there. 8.5. Story, 8.5. Um, I think I, I, I really enjoy Korra being lost and, and getting back with Iroh, being Iroh again. Um, that was really, really fun. Really some good uh, story aspects there. Nine, memorable. I'm surprised, honestly, I didn't get this 10 because not often do I do, a, do I... Has such a visceral reaction to seeing a character, but Iroh just uh, gets that out of me. But it gets a nine for for memorable, because uh, that, that after your seventh rewatch, that shot kind of wears off. But still, so good to see Iroh back, and it makes so much sense 
for that character that he is now a guide pretty much for the Avatar. And it makes so much sense that he was able to, and he says, he was able to leave his body and, and, uh, and join the spirits. I forget it's, it's how such he a, worded it, but it's something like, uh, once I, once my work was done, I decided like, to leave my, my physical body and yeah. Which, uh, he made it sound very, also, very much decision based though. Like sometimes we refer to it as like he, he had achieved Nirvana or whatever, but he made it sound yeah. like a decision, but it could also just be like a figure of speech. You know, I don't think we can yeah. infer too well, much. Well, the thing him. about, the thing about, and anyone correct me if I'm wrong about uh, Buddhism, because I don't study that. I just read some brief stuff for Avatar. Um, the, thing, the thing about it is that some, some of it is that you don't break that cycle until you, um, until you like complete something. And so him saying that until my my, you know, my work was done, that that made it that kind of uh, was supported by some of the Buddhism teachings. That, like his work was done, so he could break his cycle of reincarnation. He could reach spiritual enlightenment and hence nirvana and become a spirit. Um, I think there which some people be question of, of of choice, like voluntary versus involuntary. Yeah, no, no, I think uh, I think there is. But it's probably uh, some people, not super important to the show at all. No. Uh, some people theorize that since Korra was able to successfully kill Vatu, unlike Wan, and hence if she killed Vatu, that has the chance for bringing uh, an age of light and peace and everything eventually, that her duty as the Avatar would be somewhat over and that cycle would be broken. She would be able to, Wan's soul would be able to, uh... some people have that theory. I don't, I don't fall into that theory because I think you know, you know that job is never over, and there was already you know some strife in the world before uh, Vatsu was released, and and so I think there will always kind of be a need. Yeah, for, well, and obviously that, so. there's still strife afterwards that we do have canon proof of, so like yeah. work might be complete in that sense, but the Avatar's work is not. In in that saga, Chris, uh, her work is complete in that saga. Huh. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry um no i think that's fair uh i uh i like the idea that there could be some choice involved in it personally like hey you did complete your work you want to go down there and run it back or no nah, i'm good oh I, oh I think it i think it was a yeah. very d- d- intentional choice by yeah, iro i could see that being the case and i kind of like thinking about it that way personally but you know overall not a huge impact to the show so yeah, so that gives me out to a eight point six. Eight point six. Hey, last 8. time. 7. Uh, last time I thought you would hate the episode more than me. This time I thought you'd like it more than me. I actually, I loved this episode. Actually, maybe more than I realized. Audio visuals. Uh, there was fights. There was some real world. There was some spirit world. But there was dynamics. Unlike the last episode, it was a <laughs> dynamic. Uh, it was a dynamic. Uh, real world and, and spiritual world. Uh. I don't know if things moved and changed and music was more yeah. interesting to me. Everything, the whole package was yeah. just more appealing. I was more engaged from the get-go. And keep in mind, I don't really have memory of, of these episodes. So I kind of get to go off. It might be for good or bad, like reacting to kind of raw emotions. But this one, like I was engaged right away. So I gave it a nine there. Uh, story, I liked it. Uh, I always like these episodes that have their own self-contained story. This one uh, kind of hits both. It's obviously integral to the larger plot, but it still has a very nice self-contained story about Korra uh, and her her little arc, her little saga, inside the spirit world, and it's a good one. Very meaningful, powerful lesson. So I loved it. I gave it a nine. Uh, minor nitpicks that I kind of complained about on the way through, they were just that, just minor. And then memorable, this is one that I uh, remember quite well. Like you, I probably could have justified maybe giving it a ten, uh, I think the only thing that maybe maybe drags it back is at the end of this season, I don't always know where one episode stops and the other episode starts. Uh, yeah. you know, even I just watched these all well, four yeah. like a couple things, days ago. Things are so... Uh, they're, no, they, they, they go straight in to each other at they, this point. They do. And so the other day I watched four or five episodes, uh, episodes nine through whatever, I forget. Twelve. Um, nine through twelve. Is it just 12 or is it 13? 12. Uh, so, and I watched all four of them, and it's like a, 
you know, I know what happens overall, but I, I don't know where those split or anything. But I know that Korra's arc is contained in here. It's really good, and I like that part. I like the spirit bird swat at the end. So, yeah, maybe could have justified 10. Give it a 9. Uh, overall, that gives it a 9, and our together rating being an 8.8. .8. So, uh, very, very strong episode. I'm just going to skip past all these things that you don't need to see. Uh, there we go. Okay. And yeah, great, great episode. I think that's fair to say. In a big picture way, in a small picture way. Checks off a yeah. lot of boxes for me. Chris, final thoughts on, on this? Uh, it, was, it was a great palate cleanser for me from the previous episode. Next episode, I'm very curious to see your thoughts on that episode. Oh, I want to spoil yeah. it so bad, but uh, <laughs> whatever. It's... You, you you can probably guess and you'll probably be right, quite frankly. <laughs> um, but yeah, tune in next week regardless. Chris, if you had to rename this episode, you get one shot right now. I'll give you 10 seconds. Rename this mm-hmm. episode. Okay. So this is... uh... Okay. Um, journey through the spirit world. Maybe that's two on the nose. Needs to be more. I, I feel like Avatar titles aren't that on the nose. Um, what if you just called it the spirit world? Like it's all about the spirit world. That's the most in depth we get to be in the spirit world to this point in time. What if it just did the whole? Thing honestly, I w- honestly I would have called this one the guide, and not the previous one. But they need a guide to get to the spirit world. I mean, I see what you're thinking with Iroh being a guide in the spirit world, but yeah, it's a it's a misdirection, Sean. It's a bait. And you think the guide? You think the guide is Janor, but it's not. It's Iroh. Remember that time when he tried to teach me what a bait switch was, and I kind of almost understood it, sort of maybe. Uh, the that's no, that's totally fair. I don't know. I would just. I think the spirit world would be fine. I do totally agree that a new spiritual age that. Even if it did have, that's like the end of this episode. If anything, it would be the end. It would be like the next episode, but and that's not good either. Honestly, I would call this episode "Spirited Away." Spirited <laughs> Away, and it would have great music, and everybody would love it. If um, you ever listen what, to music, what if they thought, just named every episode after a uh, Miyazaki film? I mean, I don't there's enough Miyazaki films to do that too, but you could probably. You can dig up some other things that he's done in his student films and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, I call this one Macaroni and Cheese because uh, every student has one of those films. Uh, the Every once in a while I listen to Spirited Away and I feel like it reminds me of Harry Potter for some reason. Uh, I think it's just the fictional I don't movie, really love Spirited but, Away. I watched it uh, uh, no, one I'm, time recently. I love it. It's my, it's one of my favorites. Uh, something about the music specifically, like when it comes up on Pandora, I know it gives me some Harry Potter vibes. It's funny. It's so it's so different from uh, on a, just Western storytelling. Like there's no like pure antagonist. Yeah. In it, uh, and maybe it's, that's my it's an abstract antagonist. Yeah, it it is abstract, very much. Uh, great. Uh, I don't uh, I don't love all those studio Ghibli or Ghibli. I always say Ghibli, but I think I'm probably wrong. I don't love them all, uh, but I do. I do love Spirited Away and Kiki's Delivery Service. That's another big fave for me. Love that one. I really need to go down a, a rabbit hole of Miyazaki films and just watch a bunch of them. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of them. I've probably seen five or six. Uh, and like I said, I love Spirited Away and Kiki's. I didn't love Ponyo. Uh, Ponyo, Ponyo, and yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I, the other one or two that I've seen are, feel very unmemorable at this time. So, well, it's Princess Mononoke, which I watched a long time ago. I haven't seen that one. I don't think. That's what I think. I feel like it's one of its more popular ones. It is. Uh, I mean, at least okay. in terms of name recognition right now. Yeah, I, I can't sort of, but name recognition. Yeah. So yeah, maybe time for a rabbit hole. But um, well, hey, uh, go watch. <laughs> Go watch Miyazaki films. Uh, tell us what you would rename this particular episode. Uh, sometimes I get our tangents messed up of what tangent we talked about in what episode. Comment on our other tangents. Oh, hey, thanks again for any any reviews you leave on, on iTunes. We're just flattered as we use this excuse to watch our TV show that anybody pays attention to us at all. 
So thanks for leaving reviews. We really appreciate them. Uh, good, bad, whatever, everything in between. Chris, final thoughts? Anything else to get out? Ready to watch Mortal Kombat? Uh, I, I don't I know am. if I can I'll be surprised if I stay up. I'd rather sleep down here. My wife has like somewhat of a of a bedtime for me. Like if it's past like one, she's like, don't even come to bed because you're just wake me up. I'm like, all right, that's fair. And so I'll just be sleeping down here tonight, I think. I don't I don't know if I'll hey, try or not. I, oh, never mind. I don't know if I'll try it tonight or not. I'm gonna get a drink of water, like ice cold water, see what my system what it shocks my system into being ready for some Mortal Kombat or not. But what I really want to do is take some NyQuil and just be knocked out because I, I feel like I have a little cold. But uh, you sound I take like NyQuil, Charles Barkley, so I think some NyQuil would do you some good. If I take a NyQuil, if I take a NyQuil, terrible. Listen, I love LeBron, but he does not play any defense. Um, no, I would. Uh, I would say some night quill would would not hurt you, but I don't. Uh, I'll take the day quill so I'm not sleepy. I I don't know if I'll stay up and watch. Like I said, I'm gonna go get a big drink and and see if it. I'll power through it because I don't want to. I don't want spoilers. So <laughs> I can spoil it for you right now. Uh, uh, bad. That's my spoiler alert. And if I'm wrong, I'll be happy to be wrong. I will be grateful <laughs> to have watched a good movie. That's my take. Um, all right. Well, in that case, let's all get out of here and go watch Mortal Kombat. Uh, thank you so much for watching Avatar The Last Podcasters. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at last underscore podcasters or facebook.com slash Avatar The Last Podcaster. I'm Sean. I almost forgot my own name for a sec. I'm Sean. That's my friend Chris Ford, the objective geek of YouTube and Twitter. And we will see you next time with Chapter 11. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> <laughs> Muting you immediately. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs>